So I was uh, working for a pizza joint at the time. And in the previous month, my boss and I, ex-boss at that point, I should mention, we'd gotten a little, a little close, pulled around a few times, not condoning it, but also had a great time. <laughs> um, she was working elsewhere in a different city a couple hours away, and he had the bright idea of me meeting him at his hotel room after he was done the first that night. But I was working till close, so I made up some bullshit story that I had family in town and they were leaving uh, the next morning, so it was kind of last night I was able to see them. And I had someone cover my clothing shift for me, and I drove about two hours to his hotel and met him there, and some little one-night stand, still with sweatshirt the next morning, and drove home. <laughs> Um, yeah, like I said, don't, don't maybe, uh, fuck your bosses, but it was also a pretty fun time, so I'm not going to judge. We're back. Hello! Dad is, uh, officially full of egg rolls. Uh, egg, egg rolls. <sighs> what are the chances we can get the Quick Trips egg rolls to sponsor us? Oh, zero. I guess we probably shouldn't talk about how bad gas you get from them. Well, you know, for some people, that is a draw. You know, my buddies in high school farting on command was like some sort of gift from God. Yeah, I know girls can do that. The girls I can do that too. Did you ever play uh, the South Park game, The Stick of Truth? Uh, no. One of your superpowers is like specialized farting. Yeah. It's a riff on uh, uh, Scott, where you do these dragon shout or dragon voice or whatever, but obviously Cartman makes it all about farting. It's kind of hilarious. Even if you don't understand the Skyrim video game tie-in, just Cartman teaching this guy how to fart is fucking hilarious. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> let's, uh, since apparently we have limited time, we got cut off last week, so we didn't... Uh, get to the second story that we did but we're talking about uh hotel nightmares or or just good hotel stories and you heard uh our caller that was the yeah the- i you know there was no remorse there which yep. i guess is fine follow your bliss you know get your tenders tickled whatever no no remorse no walk of shame just uh got got business taken whereas i just end up doing that myself these days gotten older and have seen more of life you know the whole concept of open marriages and throuples I guess if everybody participating is okay it's fine of course sneaking around and cheating on people that's the shit but yeah I think it usually happens for a reason either you're a shithead or you're not getting what you need one or the other now the other I didn't I haven't told you about this yet, but we did get a message on our, our Twitter account too, um, and it's it's okay. short, but it basically says uh, this one's actually uh, just I think her name is at Rosie I can't see it right now, but um, said that her and her boyfriend were in a hotel room and the couple that were they were trying to you know have relations since we're talking about that anyway. Um, and uh, they couldn't continue because the couple in the room next to them was so loud that they completely lost focus. 
Well, you know, if they're doing like an opposite rhythm or rhythm compared to yours, you know, for some people that just kind of sets them off. I'd be really tempted to see if I could knock on the door and like tag in. Why are trying to be, hey, you want to swap? Or just like, hey, you're doing it all wrong, man. Do I need to show you how to do it? Because I am the, the master coxman, I guess. Yeah, I, you know, like when, I, when I used to travel around more for work, different hotels all over like northern and western Wisconsin, and every once in a while you'd have one next door where there'd just be a, couldn't quite place what it was, but it was this other kind of rhythmic noise. And, you know, you didn't really hear any moaning or groaning. You just kind of hear maybe the bed was around. And apparently, you know, they must have just stuck with the one position because there wasn't too much change or pause in between. No, like pausing for Gatorade and bananas or anything like that? That or like, you know, let's doggy style or let's do the weird like swinging monkey or whatever from uh, the Kama Sutra or whatever. I'm uh, not aware of that one. I'm going to have to look that up. I just made that one up. I'm not sure if that is one, but... See, when I worked for a uh, marketing company out of, Ber- out of New Berlin, I mean, for six straight months, I was in hotels not stop. I think I called you at the station from a couple of the more interesting ones, but I've got two particular stories that stand out. Um, do you want to hear the gross one or the sexy one first? Uh, let's get the gross one done first. Let's get that out of the way and then we can save time for sexy time. Okay, you may have experienced this, but a lot of times when you're on the road, um, Sometimes the like little mom and pop hotels are the better ones to stay in. Just they're, they're cleaner, the staff is nicer. It's usually like a husband and wife, you know, mom and pop kind of places, um, truck stop or whatever, and they're cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started staying either we were those are like Hampton Inns were our favorite because they had the whole uh, business center, and actually, I, I was told they washed all of their bedding at their change at their place, but this particular one went to had a great night of sleep it had been a long day i think we had done several hundred miles in between cities and uh i'm known to thrash around quite a bit when i sleep that's why i sleep with a 30 pound weighted blanket um so i don't destroy my bed um Mm -hmm. at this particular place the fitted sheet actually had come off the bed and when i got up and looked at the bed there's a big red stain on the side and when I oh. pulled up the rest of the sheet, you can tell this, it looked like someone had been murdered on this bed. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely nasty. And um, went down to the front desk and told him about it. And, you know, just to be a dick, I demanded that my, you know, stay be free that night, which they did. And then two days later, I got a $900 charge for a mattress on my credit card. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. They actually tried to charge me for the bed that someone had clearly died on or there was some some type of horrible mishap. Now, the sexy one, since you just get to that one, is... Uh, well, did you did you get out of that $900 charge? Uh, yeah, eventually. It took forever, but the credit card company did take care of it and... I think we actually had had to go back through that same town and almost ended up staying at the same place, but we had not to do that again. 
Um, yeah, now, I, I, that just boggled my mind that they would have the gall to try and charge you for that bed. Yeah, I was tempted to go back and, you know, point out that I didn't have any, like, open wounds. And I don't know. it was all dry. Yeah, and I don't know of any hookers that had had died in that place. Actually, we ended up staying at a place where um, I had a massive diarrhea incident, too, as well. Oh, dear. I'm not going to go into that one right now. Thank you. Not, Not nearly as sexy as the other story. Now... There were four of us on this tour, myself, one other guy, and two women. And actually, at that point, there were three women because we hadn't picked up the other guy that was going to replace one of them yet. And one of the women had, I think I told you about this, she had, as you do when you're on the road for a long period of time, you you end up meeting people in cities. And she had been used to having like a guy in every town. Now, this was also the, the same chick that said that he didn't use birth control or protection because she said her life was kind of magical and she wasn't afraid of, of getting anything. Which made me think, ew, like I don't know if I want to travel with this person anymore. Now, exactly. we hit one town. It was in the, somewhere in the middle of nowhere out west. And... She needed to borrow the... We had two cars. We had the big truck and the chase vehicle. And this time we were actually in the chase vehicle together. And she needed to borrow the keys to the car. And she went somewhere. Came back to the hotel. And that night I heard what I thought was her getting on, getting it on. You could hear it. The shower was on in the room next door. And, you know, yeah, this was very clearly and loud. Just... You know, there were sounds. Not not typical of what I was used to hearing from other hotels, but the next morning, she comes out of the room and she's actually got a shower head that she had purchased that she needed to return at the hardware store that she bought it at. Oh, dear. Yeah, she was actually getting down with the shower head in the room. I was kind of curious about that, but... Yeah, and me as her boss had to basically just say, well, good for you. You know, it kind of goes back to Seinfeld, like, the you know, the Master of Your Domain episode, where sometimes you really can't get a good night's sleep until you take a little pressure off the belt. Well, I think she mastered her own domain several times. <laughs> Well, it's the joy of coming is the whole multiple orgasm thing. Well, you I know, was guys, also... usually you pop the cork, it's time for a nap. Yeah, I was unaware of how loud she could actually be, too, until that point, because she was actually fairly quiet. But um, not when she hit the old the shower. The shower had a turbo setting. Yeah, not when she hit the old shower massage. Actually, for the rest of that tour, we made jokes about how we had to go to hotels with good water pressure after that. Do you remember the place that I stayed at in Miami that I sent you some pictures of too? That had like the naked people painted all over the walls and the. Well, you think I'd remember that, but I don't. Uh, there was a hotel in Miami that was actually at one time it was a youth hostel, but it was kind of this Art Deco place that you could tell had been built for like the you know the 
the gangster era of uh, of Miami. And uh, they had turned it into a youth hostel at one point and then opened it up as like a boutique hotel where all the rooms had a different artist that came in and painted it. And somehow I got roped into staying in the honeymoon suite. There were naked people painted all over the walls and uh, all sorts of other. Actually, one of the one of the rooms in the in the building actually was a DJ booth. And there were all these hipsters that were partying around the hotel every night. And there was like a reggae night. And we were there for like a week. It was on South Beach. And uh, that's actually where they were filming the second Transporter movie, too. What? Oh, yeah. We got to see Jason Statham hanging from a crane on the back of a jet ski right outside of our hotel. And at one point, I went out to go to go to eat and um, actually had this, I guess it was a PA or something, run up to me with a clipboard and say I had to sign a release because I might have been in one of the shots movie. But I have yet to actually see myself in that movie. So, yeah. You have to go back and do slow-mo and just look for, like, the back of your head or, like, your nose, like, in the corner of a shot. Yeah, I was still just trying to get over what had probably happened in that hotel room because it was, it was weird. Like, in the, in the showers, there was this great big pink eyeball painted on the wall inside of the shower. And, yeah, I'll see if I can post a picture of the, the, the naked people. I know I have one. But I was actually, while I was there, I was doing like a play-by-play for people on another website of all the weird shit that was going on at the hotel. Like, actually, at that place, you had to pay a deposit for your sheets. <laughs> yeah, there was a deposit for your sheets, and there was a deposit if you wanted a phone in your room, too. Because apparently, they sheets and phones were going missing left and right. It was pretty easy to spot the pasty white guy from Wisconsin, though, walking around South Beach, though. Like pasty white skin? Pasty white skin, and I didn't have any fake appendages. Okay. You got any other, like, weird hotel stories? Well, I just thought, like, you know, kitschy theme hotels. There's a place called Dodge Dodge-Q. And, like, every room has got, like, some sort of theme to it. And then there's actually a big parked out at the front lawn. And, you know, it kind of strikes me as, like, a pullover from, like, the 50s and 60s. You know, people were traveling the interstates, just going everywhere and looking for kitschy places to stay. And, you know, fortunately, no one's really updated that place probably since the 60s. Because last time I was down, it was pretty run down. And but it was just bizarre. But you know, if you look at their website, they do have some room, rooms that are more romantic themed. And I'll just leave it at that. But it's you know we just got five minutes to the internet. Just Google Don in Dodgeville, Wisconsin, and enjoy. We just got a message on Twitter too. Uh, Grandpa Carl. Hold on here. <laughs> the these are the kind of people Carl. that. These are the kind of people. Yeah, actually, I didn't even think of that. I'm going to have to explain to him what a hot Carl is. Um, oh God! Grandpa Carl upper decked a hotel toilet in Denver. 
I'm not going to ask him about what else, why the reason was, but he upper decked a hotel toilet. So congratulations to you, Grandpa Carl. Jesus. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me, that reminds me told by our favorite lefty chef, whose name I won't give out just in case he does something weird or he's being by different countries. He was down in South America and he's staying at this hotel and, and you know, it's, it's a common use bathroom, this bathroom in the room. And he goes there and there, somebody just dropped just a giant deuce, big long piece. And he goes down <laughs> to the front desk to complain. He says, there's a grand anaconda down there. The guy at the front desk, <laughs> grand anaconda? And up there, he's like, oh, no, no, not grand anaconda. And he says, I don't know if the or shit or whatever. In and he breaks it up with his hand. He flushes oh. it. I'm like, well, I mean, you want to say customers? I mean, that was pretty impressive. I'm hoping that guy didn't actually do the the meals afterwards. But I was gonna oh say, God. I hope he wasn't the breakfast attendant at the hotel. Uh, oh God. Actually, I have one other one that just came to mind. And I'm not going to say this guy's name because I know he does listen. Um, and uh, this one was in Madison, Madison, Wisconsin. Actually, we went, this was back in 99. Uh, and a, a caravan of a bunch of us went down there to see Corn and Rob Zombie. And uh, we pre-gamed at the hotel. I actually got, I think I've got pictures somewhere of the hotel uh bathtub that actually we filled in one of the adjoining rooms with beer and that was kind of the pop, the party room go to the show come back and it's me and my girlfriend at the time and him and his girlfriend at, and in the middle of the night you kind of hear a little you know some squeaking coming from the bed next to us mm-hmm. and since I'm an insomniac I can't sleep I don't sleep in hotels very well anyway and I said Hey, uh, hmm, I'm not going to say his name. Are you doing what I think you're doing? And all I hear out of him is, Wee! And then I hear, <laughs> What? His girlfriend just slapped the shit out of him. And he's not he's not married to this person now, but to like this day when I actually do see him and I've seen him around his current wife and I she doesn't know why. She's probably going to know now. That shit. But whenever I've seen him since then, I've always gone, <laughs> Yeah, he had, well, if you're going to have the balls to like go at it in the bed next to me when I'm trying to sleep, I'm either going to tag in or I'm going to make fun of you mercilessly. I remember going on a college trip. There's a bunch of us sharing a room and this gal I kind of had on and get off again thing with was sleeping in the next bed so we just rolled off the bed in the space next to the wall and had sex down there you know tried to discreet mercifully he was a sound sleeper because it i would have known away because he would have jumped up or you know just either cheering me on or doing something else horrible and inappropriate or running down the hall saying yeah he's getting it get it because there was a precedent for that beforehand, but we'll say that story for another time. <laughs> we actually got, um, we did get robbed in a hotel in Orlando when we were working on the road too. 
um, came to our hotel room and the only way they figured out that somebody could have done this, actually they stole a bunch of laptops out of our room, was by like scaling the balconies up to our room. And actually one time in Anaheim too, I had stayed at the, we stayed at the same place two different times when we were there. This is the same place that I actually uh, was backing the truck up and actually ripped the awning off of the front of a jack-in-the-box building and took off. Um, but I came into my room and found the maid actually going through my bag. And she pretended she didn't speak English, but I think she understood from the words I was screaming at her what exactly I was saying. But you've had you've had hotel ex- haven't had any hotel experiences out of the country you have right no i mean i've only been in hotels in like north america and uh, mexico um like i remember like the, the the trip it was a college trip like those those cheap ones you could go down on a mazalon and get hammered cost next to nothing and i remember like actually i made out with another chick down there sorry um but I remember, like, they, we get off the plane and we, we fly into this third world airport. Seriously, there like, was grass growing on the tarmac. You roll up to this building that had bullet holes. And the one, like, one of those planes that you have to kickstart? No, no, I mean, the plane was fine because we flew out of the Twin Cities straight down to Mazatlan. And we get there, they take us into a room, the tour guide just is like, all right, we're just going to be blunt about this. We're not going to, like, you know, mess around. Do not buy drugs. From any- do not do anything illegal. Do not get into any kind of trouble because we cannot help you. If you get picked <laughs> by the Mexican police who drive jeeps with machine guns, you are on your own. Because they know Americans down there to stir up some shit and cause problems and have fun. But if you break laws or piss them off on your own. And, what about? You know, so I had friends, you know, and they're like, well, geez, I get some weed from. And I'm like, oh, Christ, you guys can't go like five days without weed. And uh, I mean, there's plenty of cheap booze to be had. And you know, maybe they found some cheap ditch weed on the beach somewhere. Because you lay in the beach, like a, a public beach, every two seconds, somebody do you try to sell you shit or beg. And it's like, I understand now why people go to these all-inclusive beaches where it's walled off from everything else. Actually, the trip was kind of depressing because you go to the mall area and there's a, people there with small kids begging on the... But anyways, back to hotel shenanigans. I assume uh, that you probably... They also probably knew that Americans had, had money as far as the police goes and would, you know, hold you up for whatever kind of cash you could come up with. No, I think they just, you know, look for the opportunity to abuse, you know, you know, the Yankees because they deserve. It. Yeah, somehow I've actually never left the country. My weird hotel experiences have all been, you know, a lot of them. And I don't I worked in one for a while. Trucker Bob, I tried to get him up this morning to record with us, but he wouldn't. He's left the trucking industry for hotels. And as we talked about last week, he found uh, what uh, is a dead? Was it a prostitute or just a just dead person? Oh, more likely. If it was somebody that 
it was special to someone. I'm sure it would be more of a big deal, but it was unfortunately another bulletin. Yeah, I didn't unfortunately working or delivering the hotel see anything too weird. I, the shift after me one day, there was a, a guy that was apparently high on meth and actually threw a chair through a window in his hotel room, but I missed out on that one. The, st- the stuff I've seen about, you know, in-house, you know, um, hospitality or trafficking and stuff is very rarely does anybody come through the front door. You know, they block rooms by the back door and bring them all in that way. So the people at the front have no idea what's going on. Because as you've probably seen in most hotels, people working the night shift don't give a fuck. Oh, God, I didn't. No, not They're at all. watching a movie on top in the back. They're maybe folding towels. They're doing at least squat. You know, some of them are doing paperwork <coughs> or processing shit, but for the most part, they, they got no social skills and they don't want to deal with people anyways. And third shift is a good time to not deal with kind of like working third shift video there's no salespeople in the building there's no bosses in the building there might be a random news guy running around but the building is empty you really pretty much could do a do a do a night shift totally nude and no one would really know which and i kind of think you i kind of think you probably have the silence Um, tell silence tells me that you have only in public radio (laughs) <laughs> you put on some put on some of your smooth jazz and and just oh, get yeah. just get nude we gotta oh yeah i got a room and pool full of pudding in the in the music library oh 200, yeah very 200, 240 dollars worth of pudding i don't oh. know why that made it so classic but it is another hotel story just came to mind I was, this isn't me staying in one. This is me delivering pizzas to one. And uh, this hotel was actually the one that I worked at for a while. And uh, was I delivered there to a wedding party that del- ordered a whole shitload of stuff like right before closing. And the hotel also had a bar and I get to the hotel, drop the pizzas. This is during COVID. So we would just knock on the doors, drop the shit and leave if it was paid for. Mm-hmm. Get back to the room. You know, there's this huge wedding party that was there. They were all kind of milling around the lobby. But I get back to the hotel or the restaurant and uh, we get this call saying the food was never delivered. The food's never delivered. And this is like 15 pizzas and a bunch of other shit. And we're all, our policy with that kind of thing is the first time it happens, yeah, we'll remake it and send it back. So I go back and the bride of the wedding party is actually grabbing me and when I walk into the door she's like that's my food that's my food and I said is your name this and she goes no and I hear the other person go that's me that's me that's me and the bride actually grabs my arm and I just I was so tired and pissed off at this point I just went fuck you and (laughs) the woman whose order it was said just go drop it by my door and I did that and as I'm coming out of the hotel this guy this other guy grabbed me by the shoulder and he goes hey you, you were the guy that was just downstairs right and I'm like yeah that was me and I'm thinking I'm getting into a fight right now and he mm-hmm. goes I just want to let you know that um, 
that was the coolest thing I have ever seen. And he gives me just a handful of cash and he high fives me and we I just walk out the door just just strutting. Like that you told the bride to fuck off? Yeah. Must must be one of those. Uh probably. Probably somebody that was dealing with one of the bridezillas all night. Yeah, I just say bridezillas, yeah. You know, I was actually reading another thing when I was doing a little research for our article that said, what's the first thing that you think people do when they get to a hotel room? And this goes um, to this goes to my theory of people being absolute pigs when they get into hotels. Well, usually when I'm in hotels, it's because I've got an event to go to, so I lay all my tucks to make sure it's done all wrinkly, but that's no, just it, me. It's more kinky than that. Um, drop a deuce. Uh, no. Nope. I got nothing. They test the Wi-Fi. That's my hint. Oh, watch porn. Yes, watching porn was one of the number one things on this list that I saw. You know, that's going to be a burden on the bottom line for the uh, the hotels because they used to make a lot of money adult videos and everybody just got laptops free wi-fi and free porn well that how else they supposed to make up money it used to happen at the place that i worked at like they could watch the you know hotel porn movies or whatever and they would come down to the desk the next day and we never argued about it if somebody wanted to dispute a charge but we could see how much you watched this is something you should know if you're gonna indulge is don't think that we you didn't we didn't we don't know that you didn't just watch the preview <laughs> like, we know you watched about four minutes you never watched the whole half hour though that was kind of weird or obvious i guess when that some, always is the wacky part <laughs> no one ever complains about the quality of the movies though i really you would think that that would happen but it doesn't Reminds me of the old days back in high school when you'd flip through the cable channels and there'd be the, the scrambled ones and you'd sit there and you'd you just stare at it. Hopefully like you might get like one clear vision of a nice movie. It was either a knee a kneecap or a boob, but you know, either one got the job done if you had the good enough imagination. Pretty much. Or a shoulder or maybe you see some buttocks. <laughs> but man, if you saw a nice booby with a distinct areola, oh game on. <laughs> now we know a little bit more about young Todd. Oh, it's not just me. Come on. No, no, that's that's definitely true. It was it was more like all the neighborhood kids would get together and see what we could see, and then slink home early. You know, you wait and, for your parents to leave. It's like, all right, let's see, let's take, let's uh, see if we can make another crusty sock. And most people always had one buddy whose dad had satellite and didn't give a shit to scramble anything. And uh, so your buddy would be like, you know, wait till dad goes to bed. You know, and then about midnight, you know, the Skinamax stuff comes on. It's like, oh, yeah. All right. Well, on that note, before uh, we get into any more of Todd's sexual deviancy, uh, more hotel stories. If you've got them, you can call the hotline. That's uh, 507-703-6934 or hit us up on, on the Twitters. 